Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. We may be headed toward resolving a major issue between Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. We're going to get to that. Shortly, it is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, my friend. Welcome to Wednesday. Good morning, big fella. It's hump day, so we're halfway through the week. And I got to tell you, we got something else we got to talk about when it comes to the wedding invitations. Oh, boy. We can get to that later. But we had another incident yesterday that we absolutely have to talk about. Just buckle up because they're coming. It's something every single day with this wedding, and by I, the way. And as I said. I, I'm two months away and it just feels like every single day there's something going on with the wedding. Tread lightly. It completely derails my day. We got time to get to it. I don't want to derail the show. But every single day. We will get to that during the course of the next few hours. The NBA has already today made a decision that could drastically affect the outcome of tonight's Game 3. We will get to that. And also, Debo Samuel showed up, but one other big-time receiver did not, and it could lead to him being on the move. It is crazy with the NFL receivers, but we begin with the only place that we can. And that, unfortunately, is with Deshaun Watson and the entire mess that continues to be the Cleveland Browns, Watson, the Houston Texans. Jenny Vrentis yesterday of the New York Times has done an outstanding job as an investigative reporter, specifically on the Watson situation, had a story that came out yesterday afternoon that detailed there were now 66 women over a 17-month period that Deshaun Watson had reached out to and had booked or attempted to book in regards to a massage. And while there have been no criminal charges filed against Deshaun Watson, as the NFL is either wrapping up or has completely finished their investigation of this entire situation, there are a couple of things that are very clear. And not that it wasn't before yesterday, but it even makes it more so, Chris, Deshaun Watson is a troubled individual who is living in denial of a particular situation right now. He needs help, and there are a lot of people, specifically maybe women that would not have come forth to begin with, that have grown more and more angry over the fact that they view it as him being rewarded for his behavior, getting $230 million guaranteed from the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, well, we've had two new civil lawsuits filed since Deshaun Watson was traded to Cleveland and got the $230 million guaranteed. But, Carlin, as more details trickle out, this continues to get uglier for Deshaun Watson and for the Cleveland Browns. We had the Real Sports interview a couple of weeks ago where Miss Solis accounted some of the interaction that she had with Deshaun Watson and the details behind that were very uncomfortable, cringeworthy. And now we're getting the news from the New York Times that Deshaun Watson, over a 17-month span, engaged at least 66 massage therapists. I mean, Carlin, at some point, 
we start to have to acknowledge an uncomfortable pattern of behavior from Deshaun Watson. I mean, think about this. The Texans, which was the team that he used to play for, at one point had the wherewithal to give Deshaun Watson a non-disclosure agreement to ask the women that were performing massage therapy work on him to sign. He would, he would, they were asking him to give that to them to sign in order to have their sessions. That's a problem. That's a huge red flag. And for those of you that don't know, let me give you a little bit of context as far as professional athletes and massage therapy. Most professional athletes have massage therapists that they work with. It's usually one or two individuals, and the reason why it's such a small number is because you want somebody that is familiar with your body and knowing what it takes in order to get you tuned up and ready to go out there and perform at your best. It's hard to have something like that when you have 66 individuals that are responsible or tasked with working on your body for therapeutic purposes in order to recover and be ready for sport. So what I'm simply saying is this. It's hard for me to believe that Deshaun Watson engaged these 66 massage therapists for the purposes or with the intent of being the best professional athlete that he could. And what else is clear, too, is that in some of the testimony that was leaked in depositions that have already happened in some of these cases so far, in one instance, Deshaun has asked specifically, did you check credentials of any of of this particular woman? Did Did you do any background on her? anything like that. And his response on three separate occasions within the span of a minute were, were, that was not a priority. That was not a priority. And look, you, you can tell me as you have started to already, your body is your business when you're a professional athlete. Yes. And that is not something that you screw around with and just let anybody get involved in, in terms of helping you get your best because you know what is best for you. No doubt about it, Carlin. And here's the thing. You have guys coming to the teams all the time. They're flying in from new cities, whether they're drafted, whether they're free agents. And there usually are a handful of massage therapists that work with the entire locker room. So it's not like guys don't know individuals that are credentialed that, that, that know how to work on your body, manipulate your muscle tissue, and get you ready to go. It's not like you don't have access to that. You do. And sometimes these teams will refer players to particular massage therapists if they're de- dealing with a certain ailment. This was not the case with Deshaun Watson. And that's the part to me that's hard to process because you're talking about a franchise quarterback, a guy that's top five at his position – to put himself in this situation, it seems very, very odd. And, and taking it a, a step further, Carlin, when this first came out, when Deshaun Watson was talking about wanting to be traded, how he didn't want to play for the Texans anymore, and then the weeks following, the news of the allegations started to trickle out, it felt like Deshaun Watson was being victimized. It did. And you can say that I'm a conspiracy theorist, whatever. It felt like this was the Houston Texans organization potentially trying to bury a quarterback that said he wanted nothing to do with them. Now, we do know that the Texans did have some involvement to some degree because they're the ones that drafted a non-disclosure agreement for Deshaun Watson in dealing with all of this. Not only involvement, it helped enable when you talk about that. Enable, exactly. So there was some working knowledge that the Texans had about Deshaun Watson's behavior when it came to massage therapists, but... With all of the details starting to come out now, big fella, I, I, I have a hard time believing Deshaun Watson is absolved of any wrongdoing just because the allegations didn't rise to the criminal level. Yeah. Because those grand juries in Texas, in Texas d- declined to 
you know, file charges and prosecute him. Because that happened, I'm not willing to say that Deshaun Watson is innocent in all of this because it's a disturbing pattern of behavior. And it seems like at points he was exploitative when it came to those women that were going to perform massage therapy work on it. Yeah, there's there, there's no doubt about it. Let's get to some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And now, uh, whether or not, I'm, we have to assume with the league concluding their investigation, with the resources at their hands, mm. this is all stuff that they knew already. If, and Jenny Brentis is an excellent reporter, if the league's learning new information out of that story yesterday, that's more troubling about their investigative possibilities than anything else. But when you look at what they have done with all of the initiatives that they have worked on to be more inclusive toward women and to show just frankly how much they care about women in their fan base, they cannot allow Deshaun Watson to play this season, at the very least in my mind, because while it has not reached the criminal level, it's, we have seen time and again, it does not mean that you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> and, and there is just such a mountain of people that have come forward on this. And, and not only that, the fact that the Cleveland Browns were, I'm sure, privy to most of this information. Yeah. And handed him $230 million guaranteed with different provisions in the contract to ensure that he would see every last penny of it. You are seeing these people come forward, not because they're chasing money. Deshaun Watson already had money that they could chase after. Mm-hmm. Because they are ticked off that this guy has, in essence, uh, done all of this and has ended up getting more money for it. And women that... The couple in the suits and others that may have spoken now that are coming forward are angry. They're angry about what's happening. That's what this is based out of to me. And I can understand that anger because Deshaun Watson has seemingly gotten away with all of the things that he's being accused of and then rewarded because he got out of Houston, which is something that he wanted before all of these allegations came out, and he was guaranteed a contract worth $230 million, the, the largest guarantee any NFL player has ever seen. So, so Carlin, as far as Deshaun Watson goes, yeah, he might have had to sit out a year and lost a year in his career in the middle of his prime, but you're talking about him coming out roses in terms of getting the things that he wanted. He got the new team that, from a talent standpoint, is a championship-caliber squad, and he got a gaudy contract, one of the highest-paid players in the National Football League. So if you're one of these women that have accused Deshaun Watson, it, it's almost as if what the Cleveland Browns have done and what the NFL has allowed to happen is a slap in the face. And I think that's where you're starting to see the reaction. And that's why you have, you know, the two lawsuits that have been filed since he's become a member of the Cleveland and, Browns. And even yesterday, he posts something to his Instagram story uh, that is a lyric from a little baby song that basically says... The papers can say whatever they want. The blogs can say whatever they want. The rumors you've all heard, I'm going to deny them. I'm going to completely deny them. You can deny all the rumors, but you can't deny the fact that you're talking about engaging 66 massage therapists in 17 months. But this is the point. Nobody nobody does that. This is the point. He is a deeply troubled individual with all his. And apparently, his lawyer, Rusty Harden, is a deeply troubled individual, too. With what he came out and said, well, you know, it's it's not against the law to ask for a happy ending. He's so far down the lo- down the line. I mean, he's it, just it's lost. absolutely ridiculous their attitude toward this whole thing and them handling it in such a cavalier manner. 
it shows the level of disrespect that they're showing these women because Deshaun Watson clearly missed the mark when it comes to those interactions. And there's clearly something wrong that he was doing that he's unwilling to come to grips Let's with. Let's call this what it is. It's a direct insult toward women if the league does not handle this in an appropriate way. Yeah, Carlin, I can't. There is not a world where I can see the league not suspending him for at least half of the upcoming season. Oh, and I think it's the entire season. And I, it could, and it could I, be. It, it, very it, may, it very may well be. But what I'm saying is this. It's not going to be the standard six games under the personal conduct. No, policy. but what has to happen It's not going to be that. What has to happen here is for Deshaun. And this should have happened already. He, they, all they have done is made it worse. He needs to get suspended for a year. He needs to come out and say, I'm going to go work on myself. I have screwed this up. I have problems that I have to address and take that year if you are serious about it. Otherwise, I, there's no reason to believe he's serious about it. There's none whatsoever. No, you're absolutely right. And here's the thing. If you're the NFL, you should have suspended him last year. Yeah. You should have suspended him last him on the year because of all of the things that have come out now. Like this, It's not like the NFL is just finding this stuff out in the last month. This investigation has been ongoing for over a year. So, I, so when you start to see the pattern of behavior and you get the accounts from the women and the accounts from Deshaun Watson, coupled with the information that we have from the Houston Texans, there's no way that it should have been up to the discretion of the Texans whether or not they played him last year. Given he so, should have been suspended from the National Football League last year. He shouldn't have earned a nickel from the NFL. Here's what I don't get. Given everything that's happened with the league, whether it's the Brian Flores suit or the, the numerous times they have been in situations with players who have been in trouble and they have not handled it appropriately, could it possibly still be, Chris, that they don't want to know what they don't know? They, that they are still in a situation of burying their head in the sand and I'm not going to investigate too deeply into something that I don't want all the details on so I can still deny it that I, I didn't know about this. Well, well, certainly when it comes to the higher-ups in the NFL league office, they do want to maintain some degree of plausible deniability. Sure. But in the wake of what happened with Ray Rice, I don't know if that's going to fly. Yeah. And you hired Lisa Friel. Um, and, and you have her there to do the work when it comes to, to incidents of this nature. I don't know that burying your head in your sand, if you're Roger Goodell or Troy Vince or anybody else that's a part of the disciplinary process, I don't know that, that it's acceptable in this day and age to pass the buck to somebody else. Now, I do know that there is you know, a, a committee that's going to determine this. It's not going to just be up to Roger Goodell to decide whatever discipline is levied on Deshaun Watson. But certainly, this is where the NFL owners have to huddle up and the people in the league office have to huddle up and say, listen, we've got to make a statement about who we are and what we want to be about moving forward because we don't have the best track record when it comes to how we handle employees that run afoul of the personal conduct policy when it comes to women. This has been Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. And then there's the flip side of this, the on-field part of it. And how Baker Mayfield and the Browns need to find a way to come together for each other's benefit. That's a reunion that has to happen. We'll explain in just moments. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. We have officially gotten to a point where Baker Mayfield could be the Browns' best chance to win this season. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. What do your home and auto have in common? They're yours, and Progressive protects them both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. We'll get to that in a second. We're talking during the break more about this entire situation with Deshaun Watson and really the Texans' involvement in it, not just drafting the NDA they helped him get this membership to the Houstonian, which is a hotel, and yep. he's trying to get uh, massages there. They were fully aware of what was going on here, and it's impossible for me to see how. Well, it's not impossible. I do understand it, and I'm being. He's naive a really when good football that. player. Yeah, but exactly. the Texans. I'm do, being naive. In the, the Texans in the do have some culpability in all of this, they, and you mentioned the Houstonian the hotel, yeah, um, and them helping him with the membership there. The thing that, that, that is strange to me, Carlin, and, and here's the thing because I think it's worth pointing out. When players are in their home cities and they're, they're working with massage therapists, usually it's, it's in one of three places. It's at the team facility because teams do allow outside therapists to come into the facility if they're known to players in the locker room and known with members of the training staff. It'll be at a player's home or it'll be at the hotel that the team stays at the night before game. Right. If it's if it's not one of those three locations, then there's a problem. Th- there's a problem. Th- this is not on the up and up. And that's what it's starting to feel like more and more as details come out about this Deshaun Watson engagement with the 66 massage therapists over a span of 17 months. This this complete deniability of the entire situation as as the mountain continues to pile higher to me is really it speaks to the problem in and of itself he's got a major problem that he does not want to address in any way and wants to continue to deny exists and he's got a lawyer that enables him on that front by saying basically similar things and an organization that enabled him on this front and even the browns i don't i don't feel for the browns at all in this situation yeah. because they did it and in theory, they would have known all of this going into it if they really did their, quote, due diligence, which is my two least favorite words now in the English language. Well, here's the thing, Colin, that's extraordinary when you really peel back the layers. It wasn't just the Cleveland Browns that were willing to go down this road. Oh, no, it was there not. There were three other teams that were willing to do the dance with Deshaun Watson. He had his pick of where he wanted to go. The Miami Dolphins and Stephen Ross wanted him, and all he had to do was sit there, and and they wanted him to settle it. Well, no, here's the thing. 
the Miami Dolphins, that's a side. There were three other teams in the Deshaun Watson sweep. Atlanta? Atlanta, yep. New Orleans, and Carolina. All, all, all of them wanted him. And it was a situation where Deshaun Watson got to pick where he wanted to go, <laughs> and Cleveland stepped in in the 11th hour and said, we're going to guarantee you the entire contract. Here's what I'll say about Cleveland. First of all, Andrew Berry and Kevin Stefanski, they're on the hook. Their yep. careers are hitched to Deshaun Watson and how this all plays out. And it's not just what happens on the field. It's about the public perception of what their franchise quarterback is and isn't. That's number one. Number two, when it comes to on-field production, how good does Deshaun Watson have to be? And how good do the Cleveland Browns have to be over the life of the Deshaun Watson contract in order to justify the PR hit that the organization is taking, that G, that, that Jimmy and, and D Haslam are taking? How good do the Cleveland Browns have to be in order to make this worth their while? Because this is ugly. And this has polarized, polarized their fan base. There are people that are Cleveland Browns lifelong fans that have been completely turned off by the organization going down this road with Deshaun Watson. So, again, I have to ask the question, how good does Cleveland have to be in order to make this a, 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 a situation, a proposition, that makes it worth it for I think that's just a, a massive moral question in all of it. Are you fine with it if they win championships? Okay, but that that's but that's essentially but that's with. essentially what they're saying. Yeah, that's what Andrew true. Berry and Kevin Stefanski are saying. Yep. we're willing to hold our nose and go through all of these different things, allow all of this information to trickle out, deal with the subsequent suspension. We're willing to manage all of that because we know that this guy gives us. A huge advantage when it comes to trying to compete at the highest levels of the sport. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with Nationwide 5G on America's Best Network. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability. Coverage and speed may vary. The Browns may feel okay about the fact that they've brought in Jacoby Brissett. But let's call this what it is. If Baker Mayfield is healthy, he is Cleveland's best opportunity to win this season if Mm. we're going to operate under the assumption that Deshaun Watson does not play this year, which I think is a safe assumption to operate under right now. At the very least, half a season. And there will be people screaming about that not being enough, and I might be one of them. But that aside, Deshaun or rather, uh, Baker Mayfield himself has to realize the best thing that he can do for his career is to grow up in a hurry, make up with the Browns, and play this season as if he is just trying to get to next year in free agency and go find a new home. Because, Chris, if he ended up anywhere else, whether it's Seattle, whether it's Carolina, or whomever might possibly trade something for him or decide to give up, uh, decide to pay a lot of that money, Nobody is going to be better equipped to help Baker Mayfield succeed than the Cleveland Browns. I agree with you on the latter point. I disagree with you on the former point. I don't think it has to be Cleveland for Baker to resurrect his career and repair his image as far as NFL circles are concerned. It's the quickest way there. Well, you could say it's the quickest way there, but I don't think the questions around Baker have anything to do with production on the field. I don't. I think you can attribute what we saw last year to the shoulder injury mm-hmm. and him trying to play through it. But we're also talking about a guy in his rookie season that rewrote the rookie passing touchdown record 
And you're talking about a guy that led the Cleveland Browns to a playoff win and a playoff uh, appearance a couple of years ago. So it's not a question of whether or not Baker Mayfield is good enough to get your team into the tournament and do high-level winning. The question is what kind of teammate is Baker, especially when things aren't going his way. Mm -hmm. And we saw some of that last year with the feud he had with Odell Beckham Jr. in the locker room, not necessarily having his back. Jarvis Landry and others feeling some kind of way. Remember, Jarvis Landry this offseason said, now that the Browns have moved on from Baker Mayfield, seemingly after the Watson trade, he was willing to come back to Cleveland. Yeah. He was willing to come back to Cleveland and play under a reworked deal because they had cut him. So, I mean, Robbie Anderson, Carolina Panthers. Didn't want to play with Didn't want to play with Baker Mayfield when the rumors that Carolina was sniffing around him came out. So it it goes to show you that there are players that aren't necessarily buying into Baker Mayfield being the leader for them. Baker has to change that in order for an NFL team to feel good about him being their quarterback of the future. Right now, he's just a very good bridge option. Okay, so can Baker – well, he needs to be – he's a very good bridge option for himself. And I would think on the field, he is a very good bridge option – for the Browns if they believe in his on-field talent. Now, having said that, Well, see, though, here's the thing. I, dis- I disagree with that, though, because the Browns have brought in three new quarterbacks this offseason. They traded for Deshaun Watson. Are any of them in, better than they Mayfield? They brought in Kobe Bursette. They brought in Josh Stout. You might not, They might not be better than Baker in terms of on-field production, but in terms of how those guys relate to their teammates in the locker room, that matters. Okay. And Baker Mayfield is not one of those guys that's going to help Kevin Stefanski in the front office set the agenda for the team. He's not. He's proven that. Baker Mayfield is one of those guys that amplifies the noise rather than quieting down the noise so they can focus on the task at hand, okay. which is he, winning games. Can he fix that? Can he have That's a question com- that nobody knows, Carla. Well, we don't know. All right, let me ask you this, though. If you're a player in that locker room – and seemingly you have a quarterback who has burned his bridges with people, yes. so to speak. Can he come back and have a come-to-Jesus meeting with teammates, not even coaches, with teammates at this point, and say, look, here's... And, and granted, this is assuming that Baker Mayfield is capable of maturing, which is a major problem. That's exactly. I, exactly. But if he was capable of doing that, understanding that while it may not be the... It may not be the only way to save his career. It's certainly the best way right now with all of the weapons that they have to get the most out of his season and potentially get the most money in the future. Can he fix that situation with you if you're in that locker? No, I don't think he can fix it in Cleveland. That's a heavy lift. They've got got four years of data points with Baker Mayfield to know who he is and what he's about. I think he has a much better chance if he gets a fresh start somewhere else. And again, Wherever he goes, it's not about wins and losses. It's about proving that he can be a good teammate. He's already proven that he's a good NFL quarterback. Baker Mayfield is a top 20 quarterback in the National Football League, which means he's a quarterback that's good enough to win with. He might not be the difference in terms of why you win games, but he's certainly a quarterback that's good enough to give you competent level play. But what about if you're a player in that locker room and you're looking at it logically, who gives us the best chance to win, and I want to win right now with the way that we are structured? Who is going to give us that best chance to win? Are you going to honestly look at it and say Jacoby Brissett's going to be the guy that I can trust to get us home here? Well, yeah, that's the other thing that you have to consider if you're the team, but I think players would be willing to give Jacoby Brissett more the benefit of the doubt than Baker Mayfield. Even in a one-year type situation, because I think Carl, we can all Carl, agree he'll Carl, be gone. Think about how his teammates reacted to him. Yeah. Every player around the National Football League loves Odell Beckham Jr., Every player around the National Football League loves Jarvis Landry. The fact that Baker Mayfield had an issue with both of those guys and it got as public as it did, not to mention Baker Mayfield coming out and 
essentially undermining Kevin Stefanski and saying that there are things that we've got to do better and there are things that we've got to clean up in-house in order for me to feel comfortable moving forward. The fact that he would do that after his head coach said that there weren't any issues, that just shows you that this guy, in a sense, is a bad actor in terms of being on board with the program that Kevin Stefanski is trying to establish with the Browns. So to me, what it all boils down to is if Baker wants to save his career, he's got to grow up in a hurry. And not just with the Browns, anywhere. He has got to go. Baker has got to stop putting himself ahead of the team. That's the problem. He's got to stop doing that. It's got to be about what's in the best interest of the team, not what's in the best interest of Baker Mayfield. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin in for Greedy ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That, that is what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Big fella, I was in the zone yesterday. What I happened? Tried to be. What, what? All right. Listen, man. I, so, again, reiterating for those who are new to the program and are unaware, Chris is getting married at the end of the summer. Yes. So, he is in the thick of it right now mm-hmm. of the final preparations of the last couple of months. And the other night found him uh, stuffing, what, 300 envelopes or something like that? Yeah, it was like. It was like 200 envelopes, wedding invitations right. that we were trying to get out this week right. because we just received them on Monday, so we wanted to get that done so we can get them turned around and get them out to people because we're in the sweet spot right now, Carl, and they yep. recommend that you get your wedding invitations out 8 to 12 weeks before the actual day. Yep. So that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. So we, we took care of stuff in the envelopes on Monday night. So yesterday, I was charged with the responsibility of taking them to the post office and mailing them out. Now, Easy I, enough. Now, it seems like it's simple, right? Because I was just thinking, okay, I get a couple of stamps, put them on there, and then I just drop them in a bin, and I'm done with it, right? Yeah. Not so fast. Because of the dimensions of the invitation, I couldn't just put a stamp or two on the actual envelope. Hang on a second. It's it's very strange. Dimensions it's, it's a, of the invitation. So is it not a normal kind of rectangular? No, it's not. It's not. 
What's the shit? But shame? nothing is normal when it comes to my fiance uh, okay. and the planning that she's done uh, for the wedding. It's not normal. All right, don't. Okay, really, nothing is here's normal. Here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing you ramp it up right There's now. There's a little we frustration. We need to take it down. Well, we well need listen, to take it I down. was in the post office for almost two hours. I almost went postal. It's not a good thing. It's wow. not a great place to be in. Two hours. Yeah, so I was essentially told when I got to the post office, in order for the invitations to arrive and have the best chance of being intact because of the dimensions of the invitation, that I had to send each invitation as an individual parcel. What that means is that the postal worker has to type in the address on every single invitation, oh my Lord. print out a label, <laughs> and stick it on the envelope and throw it in a bin. So we had to do that. 200 times yesterday. So I got to give a shout out because I said I would. Denisha at the post office on 95th Street and Columbus Avenue on the Upper West Side. Shout out to you. You're the real MVP for helping me get that done. But it took two hours, Carlin. Two hours. And this poor lady, I feel bad for her because she's sitting there typing in the address for all of the wedding guests that we're inviting to our shindig at the end of August. So Unbelievable. I have a few more questions here. There's so many questions. Uh, I still have questions, and I lived it. So how, how, again, the the dimension thing I don't fully understand, but okay. I mean, was it a trapezoid? What, what, was, what is the shape of it? It, it, it was. It, it had four. And again, no criticism, no judgment. It, it, what it, is the shape of this? It wasn't the a ram- rhombus. It wasn't what the rambi. It? it wasn't the rambi. <laughs> it, it had four sides. Right. But I just think because of the the thickness of it, and okay. because it didn't bend, it couldn't be processed like a normal letter would be. Now. For, for those who are unaware around the country, going to the post office in New York, and we're not talking about the postal workers themselves. Yes. But going to the post office in New York City is the universal equivalent of going to the Division of Motor Vehicles. Yes. It is going to be a nightmare, with, and primarily because of everybody else, not yeah. because of anybody working there. Yeah. Was that the situation yesterday in terms of yes. people in line? Yes, the people in line got out of pocket, and there was this lady that was there for a money order, and she was upset because I was in one line. You came in there to and, buy a and, book and, of stamps. And the, post, and the postal worker said to go to the next line, and that I would be served next, ahead of the lady that was in the other line. And she went ballistic. Like, she got loud, which is why the manager, Denisha, came to the front in the first place. And he said, okay, hold up. I'm going to take care of you because this is going to be a process to get all of this stuff done. But there were people in line that were getting impatient with me. And that just shows you the frustration level of people when they go into the post office. Mm-hmm. I feel like folks are already on well, edge. Well, they mentally prepare to be on edge. Because, That's because, what it because is. think about it. I'm 6'8", 340 pounds. And there, oh, they don't care. and there is a 60-year-old woman that's there she to get her money. And, and, and she was full-on ready to take me out, Carlin. She was ready to go. Like, I'm talking about, like, if this was hockey, she'd be dropping the gloves and saying, let's go. And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not here for all that. Yeah. I just want to mail these invitations. I want to follow the instructions that my fiancé gave me so I don't get in trouble when I go back home. But long story long, Carlin, I got to the post office at around 4.05 yesterday afternoon. Oh, that is prime people going home. I got to mail stuff. Carlin, I did not leave the post office until 6.30. Wow. 
Give me your take me. And that's four. And that's the day after I spent four hours stuffing invitations, stuffing those envelopes. All right. Question number two. You yes. gave Nisha a nice shout out. Did you maybe a little little tip, a little something? A little, little, yeah, we, we got we got it sorted. Okay. We got it. Right, yeah, I, don't have to, I don't have to take it all. You know. Outstanding. Yeah. Uh, what's understood? No, 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 I don't need to know dollar under, figures. What's understood ain't got to be said. No, I understand. She is she is a government employee, so we're gonna keep it at that. <laughs> There you go. Okay. I'm just saying she went above and beyond, and she helped me out in a big way. Number three, take me through your emotions as you are departing from the post office. Oh, it was Jordan game six. Like, that's how I felt. Like, I got it done. Like, like the fist pump. I mean, Tiger Woods at the Masters in 98. Like, this is the assignment. This is the task that my fiance gave me. Yep. And we got it done, Carlin. We got it done. uh, Her response when you got home. It was, it was, it was, it was. Not what you would have hoped. No, it was what I hoped. Oh, it was. Okay. It, was it was everything that I could have hoped okay. for and more. Okay. So we're, we're, yeah, we're good on that front. See, normally I would have said that that was not a situation where you would have earned points. It was, you did what you were supposed to do. No, I Congratulations, earned points. Congratulations, no, you did points. your job. No, I points. I, I, listen, Diana might not think I earned points with sitting at the dinner with the bridesmaids on Saturday. Right. But I absolutely earned points by taking care of that business at the post office yesterday. Yeah, next time maybe just drive around and deliver them yourself. I mean, it might be quick. I, I mean, it felt like that would have been the, be- the best way to go. I'm sitting there looking at the invitations that are going out to people in the area. I'm like, I can give these to the people when I see them over the course of the next couple of weeks. All right. I, just I, saying. I, I, our mantra, our summer mantra leading up to this is just going to be tread lightly, don't escalate. I didn't escalate. I'm not it escalated did. for me at I, the post office. I understand. But I hear it. I hear it in you. I hear it in yeah. your voice right now. Brandon, our stage manager, am I wrong about this, Brandon? <laughs> I sense that there is, this may be Chris's outlet. Like, I go to the therapist or I talk to the therapist. This might be not your therapy session, but just your few moments to get it out and say, yeah, okay. No, this is my therapy session, and I okay. look at you as the voice of reason. That's, that's why. I, that's why. I, <laughs> that's why I bounce things off of you just to figure out whether or not I'm tripping. Uh, to two marry, uh, unmarried individuals, uh, we check in with Nuno and Bubba uh, to get their take briefly. Gentlemen, your take on this situation. I mean, it just sounds like Chris is doing what he needs to do to get to his bachelor party. That's what I think the most important thing but is. But here's right? the other thing. Chris is not having a bachelor party. Not having a oh. bachelor party, Nuno. Which, I, I mean, listen, the bachelor party thing, like, for the guys who were single and whatever, they look forward to it more. I didn't have one. I didn't care. I, I had a bachelor party. It was called my 20s. Well, I think so. You, so you I'm, don't have, I'm good. You don't have any friends <laughs> doing it. I know, seriously. I a bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> it was in my 20s. I played with the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Enough yeah, said. <laughs> Carlin didn't have any friends to invite to his. This so. is true. This is very true. It was a scarce crowd. Uh, Bubba, quickly, your take. I mean, I don't think I've spent my entire life, total time in the post office that he spent in that one day. Now, I I have done that over. I, I have had a two-hour visit to the post office. I have been there, and I'm just, listen. It's not a good place to be. I'm pounding my chest. I'm right there with you. The whole way, I'm right there with you. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.